What is good, people? Welcome to OG Pod episode four. Today, we got our first VTuber guest, a VTuber legend, a VTuber OG, a woman who left the sea on a purpose. Prison Project 7th Generation, Mako Saimashima. <laughs> hello. hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Thank you so much. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Good. Thank you so much for the introduction. That was that was that was perfect. It was all my lore bundled up into like two sentences. No. Oh, so how does it feel being um the first official VTuber guest for Oshupod? It feels good. It's I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. I think uh I'm setting the bar <laughs> pretty low for the next guests. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be as brave as I can today. <laughs> no, you all good. Highest yeah, good. expectations. Good. Highest expectations. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Right. Obviously. So, for the people that don't know who you are, can you just give a quick intro? Yeah, absolutely. Him, <laughs> Tom, Tom. Mekosameshima from Prison Project Generation Seven here to chomp your legs and your heart. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello, oh, hello. those are biting sounds. Oh, I was just like, those oh. are biting sounds. Oh, the heart. Because I'm and a shark. The legs. Mm. Wait, do you, yeah. do you do that for every stream? Um, pretty much. Anytime I have to introduce myself. Mm. Yo, my teeth are like super strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a workout, you know. That's the jaw workout, you know. Like, forget mm. about mooing, bro. Just chomp, chomp. That's it. Exactly. Like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Easy. You know, okay, this is a super tangent, but I, I found out recently, like, you have to use your jaws often. So, like, these days, because, like, a lot of food is, like, processed and pretty soft, it's, like, messing up with your, your teeth. But you're getting a free uh -huh. workout every time you're doing your stream. I think, I think we've always used our jaws. <laughs> hey, what do you mean by that? Uh, what do you mean by what to eat? Yeah, the type of food. Cause like you know how back oh, then people would like bite, bite on bones or like uh, mm. bite into meat, but like yeah. these days yeah, because like we didn't there's use like, our jaws for that. Yeah, there's like hamburgers and whatnot. It's like junk food, so it's a lot softer. <laughs> oh, so those mm. even so, will we need to like eat some more stuff that are like steak or just mm -hmm, start mm -hmm. chewing bones straight up? Like and just order like a pizza with bone in it, so I could get up my my mm. jaw workout. Yeah, exactly. Well, we always get boneless pizza, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We need, we yeah. Need all those uh, New Yorkers drinking thirteen dollars smoothies. Mm. Yeah, weak jaws. That's crazy. Weak. Yeah. Anyways, we digress. Exactly. Um, Mako, <laughs> Good to have you here. Um, some someone told me that you are what was it, three three fourths human and quarter shark, or was it the other way? Oh my goodness, was it the other way? <laughs> No, it's three. You're right. It's one three quarter quarters. Shark. One oh, quarter okay. shark. Three quarters human. Yeah, my mom. Oh. My mom was a mer shark. My dad was a human, a fisherman, and yeah. um, record scratch. You're probably wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I was born from from the most horrible concoction. <laughs> yeah, and your your dad went to go get milk, right, and never came back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's horrible. Sad. So yeah, and then my hmm? why did you leave the sea? Oh, um, I was left with the responsibilities of being the queen of the sea after my mother and father abandoned me at a young age, and because of that, I I was like, you know what? 
I, I'm not feeling this right now. I think I'm going to live out my days um, in joy and not like the most stress ever. So I went on like a little, I went on a Wild West arc. I went on a cowboy arc um, briefly and now I'm a punk rock girly and I play video games. Heck yeah. So you're just living your yeah. best life, you know, forget yeah. about the, you know, the royal, the royal responsibilities. We're just here mm. in the game, have fun and vibe exactly yeah who needs royalty when you can be gamer hell yeah so like just to take mm. you quickly out of your lore i i heard uh you and gucci are pretty acquainted because like you've been around vtubing since 2020 right yeah i've been around for i think it's what three years over three years now it's we're about to hit our fourth once wow. it hits around like june and may that's probably like when i've been around um mm. but yeah Mako and i go way back and i guess kind yeah. of we can shoot the first question out of the way it's like in your opinion what's like the main difference in vtubing uh in 2024 compared to like four years ago that's a loaded question mm. yeah i think like the biggest difference is that vtubing is so much more accessible now mm. there's so many people and they can do so many things and i remember like when i first debuted I didn't even know that you can make like your own music and like your own lore videos. And I literally, I think I had my model um, and some like free overlays that I had won. And that was pretty much all I had. And like, I remember I, I started watching other people's debuts and they were like so in intense and they were full of such like creative stuff, you know, like music and, and videos and like cool assets. And now, now it's so creative, and I'm I love it. I eat it up. I love seeing everybody's creativity. Yeah, there's definitely like a lot more artists and a lot more people who are starting to see mm. the appeal of VTubing. So naturally, you're just gonna get these like giant waves of people with like different yeah. walks of life and different. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, dude. Well, but I really mm. still liked. There was a charm in 2020. I don't know exactly. Oh, it was so. Mm -hmm. It was so like tight knit. Like everyone yeah. knew everyone. It was a small yeah. world. It was. A it small was world, a really yeah. small world. Mm. It, there like... was. There oh, was no, something different. It was just, yeah. you know, there was just something that was different. Yeah, mm. and I think like the best way I could describe it is, you know how like when everyone starts a there's like a new rpg game that comes out and everyone starts at level one in the same mm -hmm. area that's kind of how i yeah. would see, see it and then now we're at 2024 we got people that are just starting to come in we got people with like the highest level gear just walking around is that how, me yeah that's yeah you know you, you basically highest level gear you're in a guild you're, a you're, mentor. you're out here you're out here right yeah, you're, you're a senpai a veteran now. you're a veteran oh my god Die, it's weird i'm a senpai and a kohai in prism i'm a kohai which is really mm. weird Right, right. For like longer than like a lot of people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Mako, who inspired you in terms of like VTuber wise that got you into VTubing? Oh, my VTubing story is crazy. <laughs> okay, right, break okay. it down. Break it down. <laughs> okay. Um. So in 2020, um, over the summer. I was bored out of my mind because I believe we were still in quarantine at the yeah. time. And um, I was getting into like a million Instagram arguments like a day because I was so bored. I had like no one to talk to. 
and I got into an Instagram argument um, with this guy, and he, like, we did not see eye to eye, but he ended up DMing me after it was like, wait, wait, hey, wait, like, when you're saying arguments, do you mean like through DMs or do you like just the general no, comments? No, through the comment section. <laughs> oh so my Instagram. You were treating Instagram what? like Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he DMed me and he was like, hey man, like, like, I see you have an anime profile picture. I have an anime profile picture. Let's just like let's just like call it even like and 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 like let's talk about something else. And I was like, this is so stupid. And he, he was like, who's your best girl? So I told him I was like Ellie Ayase from Love Live School Idol Project. And he was like, cool. I've never seen that. My best girl is from Hollow Live. And I was like, what is that? And so I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up, and I was like, this looks so dumb. <laughs> oh like, you started <laughs> shitting on vtubers okay okay i was like you're I was like, what well this is before like en or anything so like hmm. like i had really no way to connect with them i wasn't really sure like if it was like real people or like if they were like not ai but like animated i guess hmm. and so i was like this just looks like not my thing so i closed out of it and I forgot all about it until one day I opened up the crane game uh, on my phone. And one of the prizes was a Corona clock. And I was like, I really like her design. Like, who is this? And I looked her up. Sure enough, she's from Hololive. And then I, for some reason, I just like fell into the rabbit hole because I really liked her design. And um, I started watching like how to become a YouTuber. And then next thing you know, I was making an account on Twitter and the rest is history. Oh, I can't that's believe sick. this all started from it's arguing with people on Instagram. That's a wild yes. start. Having a Reddit argument. <laughs> do, do you remember the argument? I, I know that's like I super do, random. but it's it's um like controversial. So oh, I, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you mm. wait? So just just for clarification, you were just bored and you were starting these arguments just because you're just like I got nothing better to do. I'm just gonna. I was. <laughs> I was going through comment sections, and when I would see, like, somebody, like, disagreeing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's And I would be like, no. No. <laughs> you're just there to just you're, you're like stir the, the pot. You're not yeah, there back to, like, then, yes. that, That's like the quintessential person living in the mom's basement. Just on Dude, I was in my bedroom. <laughs> you're all quarantined. You're just like, you know what? I don't. I don't agree with what they're not agreeing with, so I'm just gonna start shit. I yes, love that. I love I the menace bored. mentality. I love the menace <laughs> mentality you have. Thank you. I was bored. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, kind of uh, chilling about. You said that now you're going through your punk arc. You had a cowboy mm -hmm. arc before, mm -hmm. so um, you've had a hand in producing many of your different vtuber models so what mm -hmm. is like i guess the biggest change uh between your third and fourth outfit uh when you got signed into prism well i got a completely different model which was crazy because my old model like was so I feel like it was so recognizable. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I was the only person who had um, that mama as a model artist. Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, you know, I'm the only one. I felt so special. Um, but I ended up I ended up switching artists because they were unable to do my outfit. 
Mm. Um, this model, they my studio finished it in a month. They slayed. Um, and then uh, what, what's the regular? Of, sorry, Kaya. What's the regular turnaround time for models? I'm guessing it really um, depends, right? Yeah, I've had like friends. Their models take like months and months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just for the art. And then like the rigging could take another couple of months as well. Um, so you're looking like an average of like maybe six months and and, like that's that doesn't even matter because like if people if you're going with someone who is like a pretty well-known artist or someone who has a lot of like vtuber babies you could be waiting for like a wait list so it can take a long time um i'm just like surprised that they managed to fit me in and and get it done with excuse me within a month um and like the rigging is fantastic and I, I don't know. I love my model. <laughs> I'm so happy with it. Yeah. And mm. I guess, like, I know a lot of YouTubers, when they are, they have the idea of getting, like, a new outfit, they start, like, freaking out because they don't really understand, like, the planning. They don't really know, like, the planning stages of mm-hmm. getting a new outfit. So I guess kind of what I'm trying to ask you is, what was your process of planning your new outfit? Mm. And what is, like, some of your favorite parts of planning it? Um, My outfits so whenever I design those it's like I have a very very like I guess broad idea in mind um and I'll just sit down and sketch them out um and I'll like create some mood boards um whether it's like on Pinterest or just like just like throwing a bunch of pictures together on like clip studio paint or whatever um and then I sort of like piece it together and then as soon as I kind of come up with like uh, an idea I'll send it to the artist and we'll work on it from there so it's like I start with the initial design and then they sort of perfect it and like tweak it so that it has life I guess like so it's it's not just like super sketchy and you know they add jewelry and stuff um but Mm -hmm. like for this outfit in particular I came up with the tattoo um I came up with the hair I don't know if you've like seen like I, I have long hair <laughs> um mm. normally yeah but this is my, this is my new hair um and like you can remove the, the fins jewelry. too right i can yeah <laughs> i know can she remove um, all the hair she's is morphing bald? Is bald i don't one? have a bald but i do have baby bangs oh that's yo <laughs> yeah. that's cute <laughs> let's go Whoa, there's new lore <laughs> This is Hard. new. This is this is like three days old. No, okay. You gotta, like, this you gotta is do the ear new. and the, the fins. Is that possible? Oh, yeah, here. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new breed. This is a new breed now. It is. It is a new breed. Oh. Oh. Dude, that's fire. Okay. That's fire. That's really good. Um. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> um. But a lot of my designs have like, I always keep shark the shark motif with my designs. So the, mm-hmm. all of them have like a, like a, cut out of some sort in the sleeve um except for my first outfit but that was like three years old <laughs> the yeah. chomp chomp outfit the og how do you how do you do like um how, how do you plan i guess the timeline for a new outfit is there like deadline that you give to like an artist and then they gotta finish it by then or do, do you kind of just wait till they're finished and then you move on with your own uh timeline with your projects and announcements um, it depends. So, like, um, for my previous outfits, I've sort of had an idea, and I'll message the artist, and I'll say, like, hey, um, I have this idea. When can, like, when can we get started on this? 
mm-hmm. I want to I debut the outfit around this time, but I'm willing to, like, work with you. Usually I give them, like, a rough deadline, and then we go from there. Um, but I've never had really any issues with artists being like, oh, like, I can't get it done at that time. Um, can we push it back? It's either been like, yeah, we can do it at that time, or like, no, we can't. But so I've been very lucky. <laughs> yeah, is that considered lucky? Is it because like, is it is it like more common for artists to have um these obstacles? Then would you say? Yeah, getting new outfits from artists is really difficult for a lot of YouTubers, oh, especially no if you idea. have like, yeah, it's it's hard. That's why like a lot of um VTubers um will commission like other artists to do their outfits i've seen Mm -hmm. this a lot in like other and a a lot of agencies actually because their model artists are so um like i guess big on twitter and like pixiv and wherever Mm -hmm. um that they get so busy um and it's almost you know impossible to secure an outfit spot for like a specific deadline um so it is it is like a thing for people to message other artists and like send them the files um and the other artists will make a new outfit what's the craziest wait list you saw i'm sure like someone has like a two plus year wait list i've i've contacted people in 2022 who said they wouldn't be free until like the end of 2023 early 2024 um and so i was like I mean, that's not terrible, um, but it, in the grand scheme of things, like, that's that's, that, that's, a, that's like, a little bit of a wait. So uh, I ended up not, you know, not going with them, yeah, but their art is beautiful. I'm je- I wish I had, because <laughs> now it's 2024. I'm like, I would be having this commission by now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you guys still open? Now I'm like, nah, 2026. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> yeah. Real. Yeah. I, there's really no point in waiting, because, you know, you a grinding girl. You got you to gotta get your own hustle going. You can't mm-hmm. wait for that long right yes sir yeah yeah so um that's very insightful for like it's like um for vtubers who want to plan a new outfit yimin and i we're not vtubers we are i don't like using the word flesh tubers that just sounds wrong yeah i hate that word we're people we're we're just guys we're we're human beings we're 40 we're 40 we're are we 40 or 3d we're 40 you're 40 we're the og streamers years old no 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 like like no, 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 I'm no, fucking no. with you. I'm fucking with you. I feel 40. I, I ain't gonna lie. We, we add up to 40. Yeah. Oh. You got some VTuber insight, but now I'm I'm curious about that corporate insight, you know? Like, mm, you know, y'all got that audi- the audition processes. Can you tell me what, what that kind of is like? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty like, I don't know. It's kind of stressful. Um, when I auditioned for um, Prism, I was like not really sure um, if I even wanted to join like a, a corpo. Mm. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'll fuck around and find out. Um, and so I um, applied, and they messaged me back, and they were like, oh, we, you know, like keep keep going, basically. And I was like, okay. Um, and so I just kept like. I wanted to see how far I could take it, low-key. And then um, once I got the offer, I was like, okay, no, I like actually need to sit down and think about this. And um, ultimately, I obviously agreed to it because um, I think it definitely offers like a lot of opportunities that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have elsewhere. And um, I don't know. It, it was just such a validating experience because like yeah. for someone who's been a part of the, like, the community for three years um, – it gets kind of, it gets kind of, I don't want to say stale, but like, you know, you get burnout. You, you want to switch it up. 
Exactly. You want to switch it up. It's like, I can't just keep doing the same thing over and over for three years. So this was like, it made me feel like I still got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) This old machine still got it. Um, And it was, it was very exciting and I'm so happy. (laughs) What did you do for your audition? Did you just like send in like a practice stream or? Mm, There's like forms you fill out. Um, and then from there, I guess it's different with every, with every company, but, um, a lot of it is like the initial Google form and then like some more forms. Mm. Mm, Okay. And you also mentioned that, um, by applying to, uh, Prism, you got some, uh, pretty neat opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't have had. Could you expand Mm -hmm. kind of more on what Prism has offered you that maybe Indie couldn't? Yeah, um, definitely like the corporate backing is one of the best. It's so nice to have a manager. I love having a manager. It makes me feel like I'm not going crazy, like with all the responsibilities that I have to do in my day to day streaming life. Um, I also got to go to, well, not go, but I got to participate as a guest at uh, Komiket in Japan, Ooh. which was really cool. Oh, um, yeah. That was like a very, so dope. Hmm, yeah, that was. That was a very different experience um, for me, and our producer um, helped with uh, translating everything, and so that was really cool, Um, and just, like, having a community that is, having a corpo community is very different from an indie community, Um, and they're both, they're both great, Um, but it is just, like, a, a, like, a little fresh, different experience, Um, and I got to experience it with senpais, and maybe kohai's one day who knows um mm-hmm. but it was just it was just very cool and nice to audition and get in and have that yeah mm. what kind of what kind of senpai do you think you'd be if there was like a, a new new gen coming in would you be like the one that just like bullies them like hey i'm like hey you're gonna do xyz for me yes i would bully <laughs> yes. it. i i bully everyone <laughs> Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. like getting into like an earlier combo where like you're in this unique position where like you've been doing indie since 2020, but like you're still like mm-hmm. kind of like a co-high in Prism. What's the dynamic yeah. like with your other um, corporate mates? It's funny. I actually because I knew a lot of them as an indie, like when they were in Prism and we would talk. And so like me joining Prism now, it's like it, it, it almost like neutral. It's like almost neutral now. Right. Because like. I guess when they joined Prism, I was kind of a senpai. Like I was, I was there. Old, like I, you know, I've been there longer, um, mm-hmm. just in the VTubing scene. But then when I joined Prism, I was like new. So it, it was PEMDAS. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. kind of felt like PEMDAS. It was PEMDAS. And I, <laughs> it was PEMDAS. I certainly respect like the the senpai in Prism because obviously, like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, and they really mm-hmm. paved the way um so i i still look up to them a lot i think that they're fantastic content creators and there's a reason why they're hired is because they're so fantastic and talented so i i do look up to them quite a bit <laughs> yeah and mm. you you along with um two other of your gen mates nana and emma applied mm. for uh prism how was that uh, how did that go for you when you found out who your gen mates were and so i was so excited <laughs> because i've known them for so long um and like it was just so exciting to embark on this journey with them and i i messaged them as soon as like we had the big reveal basically and i was like oh my god i'm so happy like you know i just Dude, that's so I fire had, 
it was really sweet. I've I've known them. I didn't get to like talk to them a whole lot before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to get to know them on like a different level as like not just somebody that you've seen in passing, but like somebody who has become like a sister to you. Or in oh, Emma's case, sweet. a mom. Wow. <laughs> a mom. So, so it's like first yeah. day of high school and then across the classroom you see like your childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey. Kind of, except you're not as close. And it's like it's like you transferred to a different school, and somebody else from your old school also transferred. Mm. Oh, that that does like sound reassuring. Yeah. At least you know someone. Yeah. yeah. Well, we used to be called the transfer students in Prism, before we were Gen Seven or like Cerulea. We were the transfer students. Oh, the transfer mm. students. Mm. That's, yeah. Did they all call you that? Welcome in, new transfers. Yeah. How yeah. do you? everyone that was the official term for it like oh not official but it was like the placeholder quote-unquote official like because we didn't really know at the time what to call us so we were just mm-hmm. the transfer gen just tra- transfer the new guys excuse me transfer mm. just the new guys mm-hmm. and was there a senpai in prism that you looked up to a lot i know that uh you are <laughs> close with shiki <laughs> I'm very close with Shiki. You guys are always fighting on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely looked up to Shiki. Um, but Shiki and I, we we go like kind of way back. So mm. I've always looked up to her. Um, but you know, I look, I looked at her as like a, a very good friend. Whereas, um, with some of the other Prism girls, specifically Rita um and luto (laughs) i looked up to them a lot more as like as senpai when i joined you know what i mean and especially rita like i think rita was was one of my oshis um before i joined prism just like as a viewer um she's super cool Mm. Mm. so it does sound like going into the corporate route you have these like super new and happy experiences from what you're telling us and Mm -hmm. and it seems very different from kind of uh, what I'm used to seeing for indie VTubers. And I know that a lot of indie VTubers do consider going corporate and seeing that as a path of uh, a new chapter, a new opportunity. So mm-hmm. what would your advice be for indie VTubers that are considering uh, joining a corporate company? What is something that they should prepare for? What should they think about critically before they even make that move? My biggest piece of advice is that going corpo does not mean that you made it. That is like mm-hmm. such a, I've mm. heard that so many times and it drives me crazy Break because that, that is us. not what it's about. That's not what it's about. I think like being corpo and being indie are two very different things within like the same community. And yeah. it doesn't like one is not better than the other. It's, it's all about like what suits your style, like what suits your content and where you want to go. Like if you see, if you see VTubing as like, a hobby or or a a job like either way into your corpo there's 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 differences and there's pluses there's pros and cons for each you know yeah um and so i think like a lot of people have this um i guess preconception that like corpo vtubers are like the business people or i guess like people that like 
want to take it to the next level or something i don't really know and that like indie people are like more hobbyists which mm-hmm. is completely false um and i i see so much merit with both and i really think it just depends on like whether or not you want to be in like absolute control of your content or if you wouldn't mind like sharing control of your content it's so different for everybody and so i really recommend like looking into what you want and making Mm. a pros and cons list before you join an agency because it might just be like not at all what you thought it might be like you know something completely different or maybe you don't have enough time to be in an agency or maybe maybe you find more time once you join an agency because you have a manager to to help you out so it's just you know definitely do like some research make sure you know you know what you want to do and and then I would say go for it. If you're sure, like, go for it. For you personally, what's the pros and cons for both indie versus corporate? Um, I would say, like, for being an indie, some of the pros are that you have, like, absolute control over what you want to do. Um, and then, like, you get to reach out to so many people, you know what I mean? And, like, how do I word this? you have you have more like control over yourself and your branding but the cons are that like you know you might not have a manager or um if you do like your manager might not be a licensed manager or might not Mm -hmm. you know like have all the skills required to be a manager um you might have some like trouble reaching out to companies that you otherwise would have a little bit of ease if you have like a team that does that for you whereas like in a corpo, some of the pros are obviously like you have teams to do stuff. Um, you have people working with you um, on all your content to make sure that it is what you want and that it's, you know, reaching the people that it needs to reach, which is really nice. Um, but I would say some of the cons is that you have less control, uh, direct control over your content. Um, and it's just, you know, like especially if you're a Twitch streamer, sometimes you might have to switch to YouTube, which is difficult sometimes. Um, I definitely struggled with it at first. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just different. Wow. I always saw I always saw like um corporate as like you know how like when you play some games, I don't know if you play Call of Duty, but like after you reach like a max level, you just like prestige and kind of just start over and mm-hmm. you, and you're you're treading like a different route. That's kind of always how I view corpo as but mm-hmm. after like hearing what you had to say about corpo it kind of just like changes my entire perspective of what uh i guess corporate vtubing uh is so think, thank you for that well yeah i mean i was gonna say like i think my experience is different from a lot of corpo vtubers because i managed to you know keep everything that i had mm-hmm. um so i could be you know talking out of my ass right now but i i i think like for me, I was just very lucky that I didn't have to start over mm-hmm. um, because in that case, it's very different. You know, I still have members in my community, my indie community, and all my friends from my indie community. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to have all of those people still. Yeah, that's mm. good to hear. But, like, switching gears, going back to debuting under 7th gen, debut mm-hmm. day, what was that like? Uh, nerve-wracking as hell. <laughs> was, it, was it super chaotic? I, <laughs> yes, I dread debut days and, like, and like big events because I always find a way to mess up. 
I always find a way. There's always something. Um, and I'm very self-critical. So even if it's like something really small that like nobody else noticed, I'm like, it would have been so much cooler if I didn't mess that up. Um, I remember when I did my practice debut, um, my, my game capture was not working. And my window, ca- like nothing was working. Um, Holy crap. And like, and <laughs> I had gone qu- like live on the practice account. So I was like, I was like stunned. I had no idea what to do. And then um, finally um, I, and, and, you know, management had control of that account. So like, cause it was a practice account. So they went live for me, but they never, <laughs> I never knew that you're supposed to hit go live on youtube as well as obs so i oh. hit it on obs oh. and then like because you're doing like, twitch up to this my... point right <laughs> yeah so at my debut everyone was like where is she and i was like <laughs> i'm live and then all my managers were like no you're not <laughs> so no. yeah um it's just really yeah debuting is a stressful stressful thing tech is never on my side so how do you i guess focus because like if a lot of people in that situation, they would just like break down and go like, I'm done. I think it helped that I was a streamer beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I know that all problems can be solved. Basically, I try to keep my cool. Um, sometimes it doesn't work. But um, I was like, I think another benefit of my debut was that I started my debut with a game. Um, which was played live, by the way. I didn't even think about recording it. <laughs> it was not pre-recorded. It was live. Um, so I had some time to like decompress from the starting stream fiasco um, because I wasn't talking during that. So I was just like playing my little game. <laughs> I was reading chat, and everybody was being so fun and supportive. And I felt I felt better after that. Um, and then I switched to the chatting screen, and and I took it from there. <laughs> Glad it worked out. But go, yeah, too. going going back to that game, it was pretty extensive. I th- I thought it was gonna be like a quick like one or two minute situation, but yeah, a lot went into it. Um, I was, I'm so proud of that game. I mean, I didn't make it, but um, Chow made it. Um, and Chow has worked on some other things for Prism, including um, Prism Portal Panic. So that's mm-hmm. where I I I was like, I want this person to do my game. Um, and originally we were going for like a death road to Canada vibe. I don't know if you've ever played that game, but it's like one of my fave games. Um, and so that's kind of where I got like the ideas for dialogue and having like this cute little, cute little like pixel me swinging a guitar around. Um, but yeah, it was played live, which was horrifying. I I had to do so many practices. Yeah. Um, I practiced a lot. Um, I actually... There was a lot of Easter eggs I didn't know about until like the day of my debut when the when Chow was like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but there's like an Easter egg here and here. And so I actually experienced some of them for the first time during debut, which was cool. Oh, that's cute. You're kind of like improving in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> I just winging it. You know how it is. Hey, you know, life is too short to always practice all the time. Sometimes you know the good things come from just winging it you know fuck around and find out i agree so i guess like going back to your debut you you kind of broke down like your family tree <laughs> so <laughs> you're you're related to lenny from shark tale yeah i, I, I want to understand that mm. yeah lenny from shark tale is on my family tree but 
Please don't ask me where because I forget. <laughs> Can we get uh, someone pull up the family tree really quick? Just put it like right over here for me. Thank you. <laughs> drop it. Drop it down. Editors, editors, right, right here. It's <laughs> but yeah, apart from the family tree, you also, of course, like got into like your likes and dislike. And one of your dislikes is you have a fear of the ocean. And huh? <laughs> that was my expression too. Can you break down why? Like, uh, I'm just trying to understand this. Yeah. <laughs> my fear of the ocean stems from um, watching too many, like, movies as a kid. And, like, specifically, okay. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. 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 Have you seen Life of Pi? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, you know the scene where where the camera pans up like a overhead it's like a, it's like a bird's eye view of the of the boat and there's like this whale under Ugh. i feel so sick <laughs> i don't know it just scares me so bad like well isn't there like um a term for thalassophobia yeah thalass- is, is, that, yes. is that what you have oh yeah but it's like i don't know because i think it started off with a fear of like big creatures being like masqueraded by like water or like mm. like smoke like i don't if you've ever seen like godzilla movies where like like yeah. there's like a lightning strike or something you can like see godzilla's silhouette behind the like the clouds oh i hate it i hate it it makes me so anxious and so i think it stemmed from there and now i'm like scared oh, of the ocean so like so like the megalodon the the colossal squid type beat yeah it's just it's kaijus so in general oh. oh it's scary but i do love the meg movies <clears throat> The, they're the perfect scary for me because I don't do horror, oh, so that's like okay. that's like perfect for me. Mm. That's very interesting. So, um, <laughs> just kicking it to Gucci about your music career, can you just like get into like your background with that? Was like music always something that that was incorporated with your career? Um, I originally no originally i didn't even know that vtubers did music <laughs> i i wasn't really sure what they did to bh um i was like i'm gonna play games um and then i saw some people doing covers and i was like well like why don't i just make an original like i was like why why don't i just like commission somebody to do instrumentals and then just have an original song so i actually never i didn't release a cover first i released an original song first i had never done a cover before oh wait um, that's actually such a giga chat move you're just like oh these I, are cool <laughs> covers i'm just gonna make a song <laughs> yeah lol <laughs> what can i do better i'm just gonna make a song wait that's yeah, actually so that's giga chat basically <laughs> um my first song is guide you home um i like the song but i don't think i did a good job with the vocals and i also recorded it on a blue yeti <laughs> so, like, yeah Dude, that, that was so, my first mic in like high school right yeah yeah exactly yeah. so it was it's like not it's it's always has like a fond place in my heart i'd love to re-record it one day um Yo, but, remastered um, version exactly featuring, yeah featuring uh lenny the shark and kevin bacon <laughs> yeah uh, um <laughs> when you were choosing uh so when you were um i guess creating guide you home what was kind of the inspiration behind your songs and your lyrics for that um i wanted an idol song um mm-hmm. that was like ocean sounding but still really upbeat and um that was pretty much it and then as soon as i got the instrumentals i was like 
I'm just gonna write something and I had not ever written lyrics before mm-hmm. I think it's a little obvious uh, I had not ever written lyrics before and I hadn't practiced ever and so I just kind of wrote I had a concept for the song about coming back home to the ocean as like being you know it, it kind of works with my lore eventually like one day I'm gonna have to go back and be the be the queen of the ocean but you know mm-hmm. for now I'm gonna go out and enjoy the world and then it'll be waiting for me when I come home so that was that was the inspiration behind guide you home yeah and in the future do you potentially have future songs or projects or covers you might be doing hey she just dropped a new original I did just drop a new original um on Friday yeah let's go Yeah, we're gonna be reacting yes. to it um, later on. Oh, oh god! Hey, yo, bet. I have my light sticks ready, so I'm ready. Oh, I, I don't. Oh, uh, it is. It is kind of light stick, but slow light stick. I'll take. Oh, all that's the... valid. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I have some covers being worked on right now too. Hey yo. Mm, okay. Very excited okay. for that. Yes. Covers are pretty them... expensive, right? Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, yeah, covers are expensive, but they're not as expensive as original songs. So mm. that's why, like, you see so many covers is just because, like, most of the time the instrumentals already exist, and so you mm. don't have to like get get a producer and all and like a composer and all that stuff, um, which is nice. Um, I have a couple covers coming out that I can actually say because my chat voted on them. Uh, okay. But I have a TV sized creep by Radiohead cover coming out and okay, okay. Um, a full length Welcome to the Black Parade cover. Um, and so I'm really excited. My chat kind of went crazy with those picks. Um, and I. Good taste, good taste. Good job, chat. Yeah. <laughs> good job, beaches. <laughs> so we, we talked about um, your debut, your, your music. I think it's only appropriate we see you in your natural environment. So we're gonna be reacting to some Mako oh clips. God. Oh no. Yes. So first clip we're gonna be reacting to is called Damn. Chill Mako Chill. <laughs> God. I'm pretty sure I'm cooler than you. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> You're probably really cool. That's why you watch VTubers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roast <laughs> is roasting the entire yeah, so, viewer base right now. I, I, will I feel. Not pull a punch. <laughs> so that. <laughs> do, do you have any commentary on that, Miko? No, I stand by it. All right, give a chat. Give a chat. <laughs> Second clip, <laughs> titled oh "Want to See a Magic Trick." Nom. This is what's huh? gonna happen to you, chat. You guys want to see a magic trick? Okay. Mm. <laughs> Bro, just a paper? Yeah. It's like nutritious or something. Uh, I, I'm sorry. That, that felt way too natural. Was, was that was that something you do usually? Uh. No. Bacon? Next question. <laughs> 
Bro was like, I plead, I plead the fifth. Like, hey, I, I, I gotta, I gotta cover for these um song covers somehow. I gotta pay these for these song originals somehow. Yeah, it's like you know, week one, sushi, ramen, steak. Week two, ice soup and paper. Gucci is just like, what is going on? All right, clip number three. Mako caught simping. I hate this clip. Hey, hey, everyone sims for Asterians. Okay, it's okay. Real. Hopefully, if he's gonna turn someone inside out, (laughs) it's gonna be me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) Gucci, come back. Gucci love chat. (laughs) Asking for a friend. Can Asterion whip out the Damn, bro, I had to, I had to... in the game, or was that just a, like a one time? You're, you're missing the best part. It's still thing. going. Just out of like curiosity, just because I was just wondering. One eternity later. Okay, oh. to completely switch it up, we're gonna be reacting to a quick minute of Mako's original. Yeah, we're getting a whiplash. <laughs> we're Dude, going you're to the... get whiplash because this is completely <laughs> different from that clip. <laughs> it's it's uh, a <sighs> Gap Moe. Okay, Gap <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. So that was a snippet of Mako's first original under Prism, When I Go, When I Let Go. Mm. Um, yeah, so Sleeping Forest did um, the, the production. He basically composed the song. Um, I had like a vibe that I was going for. Um, I had, I don't know, I had like an energy that I really wanted. Um, and then obviously like I wrote the lyrics um so we worked together for the song portion of the of 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 the song (laughs) um the um illustrations are done by threeson on twitter and um they slayed they did such a good job i love the outfit it's so comfy and cozy and it just 
makes me emotional. I don't know. Um, and then the vocal tuning is by Thunder Scott, who made me sound really, really beautiful. And, and it was like the timing is just so perfect. And I don't, I'm, I don't know how they did that. Magic. Um, and then um, the video is by Harz from Coolie Um And that was, I was a little picky with the video. So I felt kind of annoying, but I think it was worth it in the end because it looks great. So yeah. I'm so happy with the whole thing. And also props to you as well we stand a talented mm. queen we stand a talented queen <laughs> let's go thank you <laughs> yeah i was really proud of the lyrics i i cried over them mm. i spent a lot of time on them i did a lot of soul searching and like insight you know introspection excuse me um and eventually i came up with something i was proud of so what, what's your creative process like do you like go into the mountains to like meditate or is it just like every day like you're writing <laughs> Um, it's more like when I'm feeling really moved in the moment, I go and I turn on the song and I sit down and I, 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 I think a lot of it is like, I come up with phrases and then I try to adjust them and change them, um, so that it fits into the song and then like go back and revise. Um, but I also write down some words that I really want to use in the song that I'm feeling in that moment. So, um, like, I knew when I was listening to the song for the first time in the car, I, that pre-chorus is, like, of like you know, the rhyme, like, it's all in my head, but if you weren't dead, then maybe I'd believe the words you said. Like, I, that came to me, like, while I was driving. And I was like, this is, like, something I want to incorporate in my song. Um, I knew the song was going to be about change as soon as I heard it, so I knew I had to use change in there somewhere. Um, and from there, I just sort of built on that. Mm, mm. Bars, bars on bars <laughs> on bars. Thanks. Yeah, I'm the next. I'm Slim Shady. Evan <laughs> then was quiet ever since she dropped that. True though. It's true. Yo, where's that? Where has he been? Where he at? We got we got Mako in the house now. And like some of the Real. breaking down some of the symbolism. What what does the sunflower represent in the music video? Um, the sunflower always turns towards the light, um, mm. which I thought really fitted the song. Um, I don't know why I said fitted. Fit <laughs> the song. Um, it really fit the song vibes. Um, they grow tall. They're beautiful. They're bright, and they always face the sun. So mm. that was that was really it. But I, I think it looked great in the video. It's a very Just, beautiful song. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to add it to my it. sad boy rotation. Sad boy hour right. rotation. Let's go. My pre-workout. I love like, just Pre-workout. Pre-workout. Yeah, like you sit you sit there on the bench like this, and then for like five minutes. Oh, you're like, what you is life? A, what is life? You know, you got you to you charge up, you know? Yeah, exactly. You got to charge up. I agree. Cool. Yeah. So. I'm glad you like it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful song. I, I listen to it like every day. I like I'm like responsible for hundred of the place. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. So going to the last segment of this interview, mm. we're calling it the advice corner for the various advice VTubers corner. interested in VTubing. So yep. our first question is, how do you deal with burnout? Oh God. <laughs> Good question. Um, I I don't know how I deal with burnout because truthfully like when I burn out I burn out pretty hard and I just kind of 
I don't know. Here, let me rephrase this. When I was in, when I was an indie, I had a lot of burnout. Mm -hmm. And in this case, this is the reason why I would recommend people like me trying to go corpo just to see how it is, is because when I joined Prism, my burnout went away. Um, Mm. And so this doesn't mean you have to join a company, but what it means is that you need to shift gears and change something about your content not for other people but for you specifically so like i was not making schedules anymore i was not being creative with my streams i was not reaching out to new people and networking to collaborate i was just playing league every single day with the same people that's their first mistake and i know i know (laughs) and eventually I, i i needed something new now I make schedules every week, which holds me accountable. Um, but I am able to say, you know, oh my gosh, like I really don't think I can stream today. So I know we had something planned, but can we move it? You know what I mean? Like I still have wiggle room, but at least I have a schedule to keep things structured. Um, and then I'm working with such fantastic other content creators that are pushing me to be the best content creator I can be, like the best version of myself. Um, it's like friendly competition almost, but mm-hmm. except I love all of them and I want to give, I want to give all those girls smooches <laughs> and I, yeah, I think that really helped a lot. So just try to do something different, um, mm. and change and really push through it. Even if like, you know, if you need a break, that's fine, but you need to, you need to actively do something to change your content. You can't just like sit there and hope that it'll change. That's deep. That's yeah. That's very insightful. Yeah. Definitely, I do see a lot of VTubers out there that have burnout. And I think part of the uh, reason they have burnout as well is I th- there's something called um, imposter syndrome. And it mm. really, it's such a, you, sometimes yourself, you're like your own harshest critic, right? And then when you oh, want to yeah. like do something, yeah. you're like, oh, is this even going to be successful? Do I really want to do this? Like, who's who's going to watch me? that type of stuff everyone has their own demons as a content creator (laughs) and yes they do it honestly like uh maybe this is me giving out advice to everyone out there that's watching this but honestly fuck fuck it just do it bro just do it just do it do it it for yourself yes do it for the plot that's that's what the kids are saying nowadays do it for the plot. yes do it for the plot i don't know what that means (laughs) do it for the plot Mm, do it for the plot it's like it's like do it for the character growth mm. you know what yeah. i mean yeah hey, I, I, oh sorry go ahead Gucci. Oh, no, no, you, you, you. yeah i should have asked this in the beginning of your interview but like what's like motivating you with your content creation journey like is it like your fans is it yourself mm, it's a lot of people this is like one of the most supported times that i've ever experienced um right now which is great and i i'm so glad that i was able to do this podcast like while i feel this way but um i am inspired by my roommate mufi who is also a vtuber we met through vtubing and she is like my rock who keeps me from going like neurotic and like like i love running my ideas through her and getting like her opinions on stuff because she's so real and so like true to herself so i i'm super i feel supported by her always um and then my family my sister and my mom were all really close um and my mom is like my biggest supporter um i I remember like 
when I hit partner on Twitch, she bought me a cake and balloons. Aww. And wow. like, I know. And when I got into Prism, she <laughs> told everybody that I got hired by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's... Like my whole family. Hey, dude, I know, because she didn't want to like tell them. Dude, she's based. Right, I know. So, I right, yeah, she's the best. Um, And she took me out to dinner and was so proud of me and like, and more specifically, like, with the song that I just released, after I sent it to her, um, she called me crying. And she was, like, she she knew, like, instantly what the song was about. And she talked to me about it. And she was just crying. She was, like, it's so beautiful. And I've seen her – I haven't seen her cry a lot. I've seen her cry a decent amount. But it's almost always because she's proud of me and my sister for doing something. Mm-hmm. So – I, I'm like getting emotional just thinking about I love my mom. Yeah, you're gonna cry too, <laughs> man. I'm about to call my mom after this interview. <laughs> yeah, go call your mom, guys. Um, but yeah, and then having um the other prism agents um supporting me too is just the most uplifting feeling ever. And I I love them very much. Mm, they're great people having... and they're so supportive and yeah support groups coming in clutch right now oh my goodness they are coming in community is everything highly recommend everyone supporting them or getting a support group do you recommend people telling their parents that they are vtubers like did how did you have that conversation with like your mom does your parents understand what vtubers are i'm a anime i'm a lenny the shark's my cousin (laughs) like how do you how did how did that go i'm quarter shark i'm quarter shark well, originally, um, I told them because I was pretty young. Like, I I live at, with my mom up until um, this past summer, um, and I'm a pretty young guy. I'm just a little guy. Um, and so, like, I kind of had to tell them because I was streaming under their roof and I was being really loud. Okay. Um, and also, um, I was, like, making money, and my dad was like, what are you doing for that money? <laughs> so... I was like listen listen um but yeah now that it's just like me and my mom and my sister um my mom is very like she doesn't watch my stream she doesn't follow me because I told her Mm -hmm. not to but I remember when I did my FNAF stream um she I I did send her the link because I wanted her to watch it um and so she was sitting upstairs in her bed like watching me on her phone while I was streaming downstairs um and she's very she knows ever. She knows everything. She knows about everybody. She knows about this podcast. Oh, okay. She knows about um. Uh, <laughs> my mom. My mom's gonna want to see it. When is her mom debuting? So, <laughs> when is my mom debuting? She would slay. She's so cute. Um, and she's just such a chatty girl. So that's where I get it from. Because mm-hmm. I'm a yapper. Um, and she, yeah, she knows about everything going on in my life. Hell yeah! Shout out to the mom. Shout out to the mom. Shout out, Mom Co. You're a real one. Thanks for giving birth to me. Yeah. What is the best VTuber <laughs> advice someone gave you? Hmm. That VTubing doesn't have to be a specific way. Mm-hmm. Because I think one of the most freeing feelings I've ever had was after I told myself and really like really told myself that VTubing is just another form of streaming. Yeah. And you can do whatever the hell you want to. Mm. I mean, within, you know, within yeah. reason. But it's like, there is no rules 
saying you have to do or be a certain way or a certain yeah. person um and you can you can stream with your face cam and your model you can stream with just a model you can post selfies or if you don't want to that's totally fine like i think at the end of the day like it was really satisfying for me to look at my content as like more of a content creator yeah. and not just as like a vtuber yeah. um and it may it really opened up like a world of other possibilities that i think i would have boxed myself into had i thought otherwise yeah vtubing definitely now has become more of a medium than the genre mm. like do you remember 2020 because it came it came out of yes. like japanese idol culture and so if you yeah. ever posted a picture of yourself as a vtuber back then you're like oh no oh I, I gotta unfollow <laughs> i can't oh you're human oh oh yeah. skin yes oh. i remember my goodness I re and that was like that was when the conversation started i think and I, I'm I'm happier now, like, knowing that... I think it helped me... Because I've always been the kind where it's like, I want to keep things very private. Like, I post, like, IRL pics sometimes. Like, I, I do hand cams, and, like, I post a lot of pictures of my, my you shoes. You did mukbangs uh, of eating paper. What? Mukbang. Oh, yeah, and eating... Yes, mukbang <laughs> of eating paper, yeah. Um, but I've always been, like, you know, I, I like my privacy, and I like, um, I like, you know, kind of keeping the illusion um but i also like that i can be myself i mm. love that i can be myself it's yeah. made me a lot more confident with who i am as a person yeah mm. i think vtubing kind of how i explain it to people now is that vtubing kind of allows you to be the best version of yourself or be who you want to kind of pursue being and you're not mm -hmm. restricted by only like you know your own physical form you can be creative with their model you can be creative with their lore you can just be yourself mm -hmm. unapologetically i love that it's ultimate chuni it, it oh you're kind of right kind of cooking it is ultimate chuni like galore you know what i mean like yeah. being whoever you want to be and getting cute illustrations i love getting cute illustrations of mako like in a bunch of different outfits and like i, mm -hmm. I don't know it just makes me happy i can be anybody what what made you uh, choose to be a shark, by the way, out of uh, anything? Um, honestly, I made a username. I couldn't come up with anything for my Twitter, for my VTubing account. So I was like, mm, shark. <laughs> <laughs> shark. And then, and then I was like, now I have to be a shark. Yeah, I, I, so, I, yeah that's... Then, but I like sharks. They scare me, but I like them. My favorite is the hammerhead. Oh, the hammer. I love Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, you talked about that on your debut. You thought about doing a hammerhead, but you're like, how does how does the rigging I work? <laughs> I don't know how where the eyes would go. So yeah, that would be crazy. Um, I went with a Mako because I like Makos, and they're the fastest shark in the ocean, and they have the biggest brain-to-body ratio of all sharks. Shark fact. And also, they're cool. Shark fact. They also give live birth. Interesting. Not that it matters. <laughs> um, going, yeah, going back to the advice thing. <laughs> what is the worst advice someone gave you? Mm, good question. Um, honestly, I don't know. 
I'm trying to think. Maybe that scab is a good idea. <laughs> Sca scab oh. is such a bad idea for my wallet and my mental health. I spend so much money on I, I have spent and I've had so much money. And the worst is that you'll put in a commission for scab and you, you it'll forget be like about due date it. is in Well no, they'll be like they'll be like your due date is in three months and three months go by and they're like your order was cancelled because the artist gave up. Those are the exact words. It's like it's like Dude, that, that's a that's a breakup message I, right there. Yeah. I know. That hurts more than it's the rejection, horrible. bro. And it does. Scab's also like a gamble because you can't communicate mm. with the artist exactly what you want so sometimes like, it just comes out and it's like you're like what is this it doesn't even look like my model bro do, what is dark. this do you remember the hazumi skeb that like went like that like blew up or it was like not her at all it was like someone bro, completely different bro didn't even look at the reference bro bro <laughs> they, read they the text open the reference and yeah. went just winged it i yeah. Oh my Doesn't goodness. she speak Japanese too? Mm, I don't know. She's like fluent. Oh, okay. Maybe I know she speaks. She, but... If she doesn't speak, she hundred percent had someone help her with the translation and stuff. Because like, there's oh, no way yeah. the artist just like disrespected her like that, bro. That's well, crazy. It translates for you. Yeah. So you just mm. type it in, and then it translates for you. But I think they the, the problem was they couldn't open up the reference. Like they couldn't open up the, the Google or whatever the drive. So they just like. Yes. Or just, just was like, bro, Google like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my that, that man, anyways, yeah, scabs a gamble, hurts her wallet a little bit, but hey life is short. Life, yeah, you, gotta, life you gotta build your brand, build your empire. Build your, build your empire, you know. Mm -hmm. Take maybe you might get like a god pole and it's like the best art you've <laughs> ever seen for like thirty dollars. Okay, you know. Exactly. I've had those before. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yes. Oh. All right, Mako, highest point of your VTuber career. Oh, wait, let me switch it up. Lowest point of your VTuber career, Low and, then, oh. and then we'll do highest point. Uh, My lowest point was November 2020, because that was when I went through my real shit. That mm -hmm. was when I went through some some character development in real life um mm. which is what my song is about um but i would say the high point was coming up from that and my whole community being there for me and um, i talk about that all the time but yeah i love my community so much they've done so much for me and um that's my high point is getting to come back to like everybody welcoming me and supporting me um but also my prism debut and actually this is so random but i did a I did a 12 day of Christmas donathon in December and that was mm. like the most fun I've ever had streaming. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely a lot has happened for you these past 4 oh, years. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we look back where we at now baby at the top. We're at Proud the of top, you. Baby. Proud of you. Mama, we made it. Thank you, Gucci. <laughs> but yeah. We made it. Yeah. We Thank you it. both. Yeah. <laughs> All right, final question. What is your dream VTuber collaboration? Oh, I'm kind of I'm kind of a Narissa simp from all life. Um, I like Narissa and Kiara a lot. They're like my OCs. And Wait, so did, did you see birds. like the Narissa family <laughs> stuff? Like the yes, clips? yes, yeah. I love Legendary. I love her. I love both of them. Um, and. 
Yeah. Um, and I love Ollie too. Mm. Those those three are but also, um I think I've had a couple dream VTuber collabs. Oh. I did a very, very wonderful um emoke lore, which is like a, a TRPG um with with EO. Rest mm. in peace, EO. Um, but she hosted that and it was just fantastic. It was like one of my favorite collabs of all time, so I'm very lucky to have had really good, fun experiences like that. Hmm. Yeah. So, Miko, we talked about the highs, lows, many um, great nuggets that you dropped during this interview. Do you have any last words for the Oshipod audience? Mm, go watch all the other Oshipod episodes. Support support both of these wonderful, wonderful hosts. Um, thank you guys so much. And, um, and, um, um, Check also, out her original. Check out my original. And um, also go give love to sharks because sharks are hated on for no reason. And love sharks. Cute, so. Eat paper. Love. Sh Eat paper. That's another good one. Eat paper. Period. All right. Thank you for joining us, Mako. This has been Oshipod episode <laughs> Thank four. You. Peace out, Thank everyone. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.